You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from Wellware Robot Will Pass Twitter. And text to voices used to create an introduction instead of random dim voice. Oh my god, this is awful. And this is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. I am Travis. Hello, everybody. And I am Brandon. And that was our friend, the Butter Robot. Yes, uh, I know. Our close you, personal friend. Our close the personal robot. friend. I I know. I know you couldn't understand what the butter robot said. So we're gonna redo that. We're gonna redo that intro just just briefly. Just briefly. I think this is like the third time that we've done more than one intro a week. Yeah, you you're you're a you're a sucker for the uh, the repeat intro. It's become <laughs> it's become a, a a cornerstone of this podcast. We need content, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pad it with more intros. Coming to you live from a world where robots do text to voice and Brandon's dumb voice isn't heard on the air. Oh my god, what am I doing here? What is this? It is International RSS, the unofficial Rick and Marty podcast. Hello, everybody. Yeah, that, that's, that's. Hey, everybody. That's this a, is Brandon. That's the natural thing to say next. I, you, if they're ever like, I don't know auditioning for like <laughs> butter robots cousin maybe maybe you got a shot brandon you maybe you got a shot thanks man uh welcome welcome everybody this is interdimensional rss the unofficial rick and morty podcast so happy you are joining us in uh the the throws the the midst of december winter is upon us it's getting it's getting colder out uh 2020 is coming to a close this very likely could be uh, the last interdimensional RSS of 2020. Um, what a, what a year it's been! What a, what a year to reflect upon and look back at all the things we've accomplished on this podcast. Uh, but we're not going to do any of that. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna have an interview in a little wit in a little wit <laughs> in a in little, a little bit a little a little bit of wit. Little wit. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna have an interview uh, in the main thing with uh, CEO of Digital Dream Labs, Jacob Hanchar. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's coming up for now. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you're if you're downloading this podcast, so happy to be in your ear holes once again. If you're watching live on Twitch at uh, Twitch TV slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. Uh, so glad to have you guys watching live. You can also catch the video version of this podcast after we go live over at youtube.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm. Follow us all over the social internet over at twitter.com slash Rick and Morty pod, uh, facebook.com slash Rick and Morty podcast. And you can send us an email at Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com. Find us on the web, uh, Reddit, rickandmorty.reddit.com, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com is our official subreddit. Uh, and then you can find this podcast at rickandmortypod.com. Uh, finally, finally, you can buy t-shirts, some of our t-shirts, <laughs> not all of our t-shirts, <laughs> not at tpublic.com slash stores slash international RSS, or uh, buy our love. Support us directly at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. This is out of date. It's apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's that's all of the the social links, the ways that you can get in contact with us. Um, so happy to have you, have you guys back, uh, paying attention to us, listening to the things we say. For another round, for another round of the things we say, International RSS, the What We Say podcast, we are the here. What we say podcast. <laughs> uh, we're we're here. We're we're looking forward to another season when it when it inevitably shows up on our doorstep, wrapped, maybe not in not in Christmas garb, but maybe like like Easter garb, like yeah, or like Saint uh, Saint Patrick's Day gift, maybe like a President's <laughs> Day gift. Can we get it like a? I don't know. Wait, is President's Day in February? You know, you know what we're gonna you want to do for Saint Patrick's Day. Speaking of. Uh, uh, strawberry Smiggles. Uh, that I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna start putting him on on holiday cards uh, for that's, Saint Patrick's Day. That's that's a solid play. We should do that. Um, and and as we talk about upcoming holidays and holidays uh, of note, uh, let's jump right in 
to semi-pertinent news. Semi-pertinent news is coming for your doorstep. Turn on the lights, turn on the lights, get all the Christmas lights. It's semi-pertinent news. All right. First and foremost, in semi-pertinent news, uh, we have a longtime friend of the show and loyal listener, uh, have a good day face who actually (laughs) appears on the news, is in our chat right now, uh, laughing at and quoting us saying, thanks for tuning in and paying attention to us. He says he's going to use that on the news. I want to see it. I want to see the clip on social media. Proof is in the pudding, Matt. Yeah. Make it happen. The let's, news let's, pudding. <laughs> the news pudding. Uh, all right. Semi-pertinent news. I, I got I got to say, not a lot of stuff going on right now. We 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 did a diligent search. We 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 scoured the internet, uh, but really just not a lot happening Rick and Morty-wise. I will say that the 12 days of Rickmas recently ended. So if you if you missed out on that, there were a lot of Great prizes in there, many of many of which uh, we mentioned on our previous episode, the uh, Rick and Morty Holiday Gift Guide. So if you missed out on Twelve Days of Rickmas, I'm sorry, but uh, you can you can still go buy lots of cool gifts and, and, uh, and maybe I, get them shipped in time for Christmas. I don't know. And I and I think it's possible as well that uh, even though you missed the days, I think you can still uh, I think you can still join. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure a lot of the days stopped like being accepted, like after the the 24 hour window. You know, maybe that's true. Maybe Maybe. it's not true. You can prove me wrong. I'm willing to be proven wrong. Um, But uh, yeah, yeah. Go. You. I don't know. You can at least see the gifts. Uh, I think they posted all of the gifts over on their Instagram as well, so you can you can check out. uh, They're giving away like a bike. A bike was in there. Oh Uh, yeah, you can't you can't do it anymore. It ended on the 12th. Uh, yeah. it, on the twelve twelve days of Rickness, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you would think, you would think, right, right. But uh, for for those who for those who missed what the twelve days of Rickness were, uh, each day given a prize away. The first day was the Rick and Morty chess. Uh, well, I don't know if the, these aren't in order, but Rick and Morty chess set, uh, Hot Wheel set of five, the Wrangler jean jacket and jeans, a Morty Rick and Morty calendar for twenty twenty one, the Pickle Rick Miracle Seltzer, tie dye pack, uh, some shirts and and a hat, the Rick and Morty Rubik's cube, which we didn't talk about, but it was in it was in the image, the Rick and Morty character guide, uh, Rick and Morty butter robot, Wendy's gift card, Rick and Morty puzzles, uh, w- some of which we showed, the pole in bear Christmas sweater, uh, <laughs> elitist neon sign, and the branded bicycle by Slate. Which was yes. which, which was the twelfth day, so the twelfth and most glorious day of Rickmas. That's right, that's right. So if you, if you missed out, good news, at least you have some gift ideas, some of which were on our previous episode. So go check it out. Yes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, one other little bit uh, for for semi pertinent news. This is this is really just a, a post on Reddit, but it was a post <laughs> that really interested me. Uh, so I want to I want to give it a little bit of extra attention. This was uh, posted by uh, Jopey H S J O P E Y H S. Jopey. This was posted yesterday, um, but it's a it's a picture of the Smith family uh, playing the classic game around the breakfast table, uh, downbeat, and uh, the the caption is that a downbeat refers to what characters are doing at the beginning of a new scene. Instead of writing an actual downbeat, they just named the game they're playing downbeat. And uh, every time that we see this game played in the show, it is entering into a new scene. We we don't have any context about what happened before. They're just playing this game called downbeat. Often they immediately slap some button and yelled downbeat. <laughs> I had no idea no. that that's what a downbeat was. So I found this terribly fascinating. And the thought of, you know, whether it's Dan Harmon, Rob Traub, you know, so any, any of the talented writers in the writer's room, just being like, what if we just, instead of writing a downbeat, just had them play in a game called downbeat. 
Yeah, okay. Write it, write it up. Let's make it is fascinating to me. And and when we ever whenever I saw I, I forget which episode it is, it's probably it's probably in the in the thread. When I when I saw it, I'm like, this damn it, there's a there's a joke here that I'm not that I'm not understanding. And when you when you said uh, when you sent this to me, the, the downbeat post being a a budding music a budding i a musician at at this low at its lower echelons uh the downbeat i'm like okay so it's it's like some musical term right but no i mean it is a musical term but not in the context of what they're saying for the downbeat in this character so i it was it was really interesting and then uh you know the 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 comments in there go kind of off the rails but that is the nature of reddit it gets kind of meta because they talk about like when they're playing downbeat, they're like, how do you win this game? And they're like, I don't know. We've never really gotten that far. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Cause like the purpose of the game is just to create that downbeat into a new scene. So they never finish playing the game. They just use it for that downbeat into the scene. Uh, so yeah, now you know what a downbeat is. Thanks to Reddit. And thanks to Jopy HS for, for that submission. And uh, yeah, fan, fantastic stuff. Fantastic. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, and, that's that's and I want to sh- shout out. Uh, I want an extra bit of semi pertinent news. Shout out to Jopi HS for being on semi pertinent news uh, because originally I was going to have you in the short out section, uh, but this is semi pertinent now because you are the first semi semi pertinent news uh, feature here on app on app. That that's that's two levels of semi guys. That's <laughs> that's an interdimensional RSS first. <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, speaking of speaking of firsts, let's go into something I like to call the Dan Harmon social media minute. Dup, 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 Dan, dead, 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 dead Harmon. <clears throat> I'm going to I'm going to have to cough if I go any lower don't, than that. Don't go any lower. Do, 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 Dan. Uh, all right. So Dan Harmon is back on Instagram intermittently at best. Uh, but in, in such such a time as this, uh, you know, he's he's busy. I'm sure he's got a lot going on. Uh, but a few days ago, he posted on his Instagram uh, something called Baba Duking, uh, which uh, he has a classic uh, Dan Harmon caption with this fans call it Baba Duking, critics call it a fad, and parents call it dangerous. Uh, Vice correspondent Lather Flint explores the origins of the pandemic's musical byproduct, a defiantly modern, ragtime inspired bathroom based genre whose metaphors are as mixed as its diverse and dedicated audience. Baba Duke. It's just Dan Harmon singing in his bathroom. Uh, so that's Baba Duking, guys. Baba uh, the, the latest 2020 trend to make sure to follow at Dan Harmon on Instagram uh, for the full video of his Baba Duking. And uh, you know, send us your own Baba Duking videos. Have Let's... you seen Have you seen Baba Duke? Nope. Of course you know you that. You know I haven't seen I know. that movie, Brandon. I know. I know. Please. It, it's a very. It's a very. It's a very heavy handed mixed metaphor that that Baba Duke movie is. It's good. Uh, people hate the kid though in 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 the in the movie because he's mm-hmm. very very loud, very screaming. We'll talk about that uh, next week on Apathetic Enthusiasm. We'll, we'll cover that in the post show. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that is it for semi-pertinent news, which means it can only be time for one thing, and that's the main thing. A click clack clack a Nebo in your hand. A click clack clack em, hey everyone, dance 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 dance. A click clack clack em, clack. A click clack clack em, clack. It's click click clack em, clack clack. It's a main thing. We're talking about a robot today. I I can't believe you did all of that tap dancing for the main thing, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been wow. I've been ta- I've been taking tap classes at at night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, uh, uh, <laughs> are you and, missing your tap class for this podcast? I, I I I am I am. Actually, they're all they're all on the stream right now. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Oh, uh, your whole class is here joining us for, yeah, for, yeah. for the stream. Thank Miss, you for joining us, Brandon's tap class. Yeah, Mr. Horseby's here. Mr. Horseby. Uh, he's just... Shout, shout out to the horse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Susanna. Uh, she, she, she's a she's a first-year tap student, too. She's great. She's great. I, she's great. I, I think she's going to go... She's going to go far. She she's like she's about 45 uh but she is just tearing it up i can't i can't uh, honestly uh you might have seen her actually uh in a in a back in a background uh video uh like not not in a movie like she wasn't in she wasn't a a, a person in the background she was, she was in the back of someone's tiktok uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but like phenomenal the, she stole of, the show it was it's great okay Let's let's right. talk let's talk about let's talk about the topic of, of tonight the butter robot. Uh, we got a chance to sit down with with the president and CEO of Digital Dream Labs, Jacob Hanchar, uh, and they are they are the ones who came out with they're coming out with the butter robot. And you might have seen this this creation uh, as revealed by uh, Justin Roiland on the the Adult Swim uh, uh, Adult Swim Fest the stream. It's basically a robot that. It will learn stuff. It'll do stuff on its own. Uh, some some uh, text to voice stuff that we demonstrated earlier. It's going to be really really cool. A lot of folks think that think it's a joke, uh, and it's not. It's Surprise, not surprisingly. Uh, so we got it. So we we sat down with him. We asked him some questions. He talked to us. He showed us some really really cool stuff, uh, which I think we're going to present to you today. Yeah. If you if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast. Uh, highly encourage you to seek out a a video version over on YouTube uh, at some point in the future, uh, just to see some of the the cool videos and things uh, that that we're going to get a chance to see uh, in this interview. Tons of fun talking to him. Uh, also dropped a promo code for you if you're already excited about the Butter Robot uh, and you're going to do a pre order at thebutterrobot.com. Uh, Enter the code enter underscore 20, that's I-N-T-E-R underscore 20, to get 20% off of your pre-order of the Butter Robot. He'll talk about that again later, uh, but without any further ado, uh, let's get right into the interview. So I want to be the first in front of Travis uh, to welcome you, Jacob, uh, to, to, to the show. Appreciate having you on. For those who are listening that's right. It is the president and CEO of Digital Dream Labs, Jacob Hanchar, who is they're coming out with a, the the butter robot. Uh, and so I want to I want to say thank you for coming on the show and thank you for being with us today, Jacob. Great. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, we we this is going to be a fun filled, uh, you know, 20 to 30 hour conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> about 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 everything uh, the butter robot and everything a uh, digital dream labs uh so one one of the things that that jumps out about digital dream labs is uh your, your the basis in in education with steam and in stem uh for folks with with school age children how might how might they recognize uh some of the digital dream labs uh products uh, well, if you're based in the United States, you've probably played with our product to learn how to code. Uh, we're in, I think, 9,000 different school districts now. now. Granted, that sounds like a lot, but there are 90,000 school districts in the United States. So we barely scratched the surface. There, our first product that we came out with, which was based on a museum display we worked on back in 2012, we shrunk it down. It was called Puzzlets, and we released that product back in 2015. And that's kind of an intro into coding. So it's, it's it's literally block coding. You pick up little blocks, you put them on what we call the play tray, and you arrange them. It does various commands, and then it tells a uh, animated, in this case, a dinosaur, what to do and how to go through a maze. And that's how children are first introduced to the concept of coding. That's awesome. As a, as a person that's that's worked with software for uh, portions of my career, I and in software development. I, I am always looking for ways to encourage my kids to to sort of get excited about coding uh, and, and sometimes find ways to trick them into getting excited about coding, right? Whether that's, mm -hmm. you know, different, um, you know, robotics type tools or, or, or toys or, or, you know, online stuff. Um, how, did, how did you sort of get started personally with, with working with robots and, 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 and doing coding and things like that? 
Yeah, well, I, I, I got sucked into it, um, and it came out of necessity uh, versus anything else. So we, after we launched that product, uh, so it was, it was connected to an iPad, right, a screen. So we have our product, and it's sticking to a screen, so you're playing a video game. But then there was this uh, anti-screen movement, right, back in 2016. It's still carrying through today, but I would say in 2016, people started thinking about it. And we thought, okay, let's go ahead and let's get rid of the iPad and what can we do? And the idea was, all right, let's have it sync directly to a robot. Because again, our product was about early learners. So you don't have to understand English, you don't need to know how to read, but you're, you're doing logic and sequencing skills with our product. So the next thing we did, we did a partnership with Wonder Workshop and their robot called Dash. And that was a big hit. So it's teaching robotics now. You had animations, uh, basically sending commands via Bluetooth, accessing Dash's library, him doing silly stuff. Kindergartners through third grade thought it was fantastic. And everyone was really happy. So when that happened, I started thinking, you know what, we should probably get a robot of our own. And it was right about when I was starting to think of, think about that in, uh, let's say, late 2018, that Anki was in financial trouble, and then they eventually went uh, belly up in 2019. So I bid on the assets and won them and have incorporated their IP and have resurrected the manufacturing. So that's kind of how we got into the robotics game, is this idea that um, our initial product puzzlets worked really well with robots, and we thought, you know what, we can take this in many different directions, especially if we had our own robots that 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 is that is awesome it, you know it, you you, met, you mentioned uh the Anki product uh so vector in in cosmo uh yeah. one of which I, I i have here just to prove that uh, i'm not I'm <laughs> there not, he is not, 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 not a liar uh but it, it, so that that that's that's really cool to to incorporate that that coding piece and i'll say with, with cosmo the the block coding uh that you know, my my nine year old is not as interested as, as I am in in that type of stuff uh, so far. Uh, but but how did that idea uh, translate into the idea of, of making the butter robot from from Rick and Morty? Right. So, well, you know, long before we we started taking on Anki's assets, I was a Rick and Morty fan. I actually, when Pickle Rick came out, uh, my two year old son, I dressed up as Rick, and he went as a pickle. Um, <laughs> So that is so that was you know preceding uh, this collaboration. So what what we wanted to do was introduce another robot to the robot family, kind of to, to kind of flex our muscles a little bit uh, to show that you know we have programmers, we have engineers, and we can we can accomplish this this goal. And at the same time, it was nice to kind of incorporate the existing technology that Anki had already built. And there's so many fascinating features inside of that cosmic robot you're just holding that a lot of the potential hasn't been tapped. Uh, you know, they, they, of course, at the time, they weren't thinking they were going to go out of business, and there was maybe five to ten more years of life in that Cosmo robot. And so we're, we're bringing that back. We have our we have our own Cosmo and Friends channel on YouTube now. We're rolling out more products and things like that with the Cosmo line. But what we wanted, in addition to these things, was to show a different line, a different product, and something a little darker, something a little bit, you know, maybe more humorous, maybe something just a tad bit off kilter, even, um, you know, not to necessarily make a robot, make a robot that that basically resists you or maybe <laughs> fights back, maybe a robot that's not exactly cute, right? Maybe a robot that's depressed, and so when. Um, when when Justin's team approached us about this, uh, we said, "Yeah, this is a great idea," and this was back in April of this year. And we were developing it, seeing, you know, okay, what is it? What, what what's going to be involved? What do we need to do? All these things, and so it just it just started coming together. And then we we uh, had a you know the, the proof of principle uh, prototype uh, showed to him. He, he's, he loved it, uh, and then we're essentially just taking this, taking all this to the next level. Um, so started the 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 campaign on all the social media channels and our website, and the rest is history, as they say. So we we are having the second generation prototype. We're going to start doing. Uh, it just it just landed in LA. I just received a text. That's what that was. Oh, I just received a text. Right. That, uh, but butter robot has landed in LA. So, <laughs> so we're going to, <laughs> uh, 
so um, take it on tour, get some more feedback, uh, send one down to the Adult Swim team in Atlanta, get there, get their feedback, and then we, we start moving into mass production as we get into, let's say, early spring and then for the release uh, later, later spring, early summer. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of how it came about. That's the quick synopsis of it, but it was driven by the idea that there's again, and we're going to see that you're going to see this as we're releasing our other products. That there's so much untapped potential in these robots, and we're going to start really showing what's what's in there. And the butter robots get a perfect, a perfect subject to, you know, display all of the unique. Uh, I don't want to give what I don't want to give too much away, but all the unique things that can happen with a robot and, and AI. Yeah, absolutely. You, you talk about something that's a little bit more. You know, a little bit more humor, maybe some more adult humor, a little bit darker. The idea of a butter robot is just perfect for that. So I'm so excited that, you know, your teams were able to come together and, and, and make this a reality. I, without giving too much away, but just for, for listeners who may not be super familiar with uh, the, the website or the things that you've already announced with the butter robot, what are some of the things that they can expect the butter robot to be able to do? Other than obviously maybe past butter, um, what what, is, what are some other things that they can look forward to? Yeah, um, I, I alluded to it just a little bit ago. He's not always he's going to misbehave. He's going to resist you. Um, and there might be some settings we're not sure. Maybe there might be like an all all access setting. Like if you come in as the user of Rick, okay, well then he's going to do whatever you want. Maybe there will be another setting where you're Jerry and he just will not listen to you no matter what you do. Um, and then there may be, and you know, maybe there's maybe there's um, a Morty setting where it's more remote control. So there would definitely be there would be three three modes that you can put them in, like an idle mode, a direct remote control mode, and then like you know, a passing mode where he's going to be constantly seeking. Uh, a butter on your uh, table and, and grab it. So w- the key thing we wanted to do is make sure that number one, you didn't have a cord on your table that this thing can just sit on your kitchen table without having to be plugged in all the time. So the way we've set it up is we have um, three AA batteries that you just put in, you know, put in the base, and that that actually kind of helps stabilize him. You put those uh, AA batteries in the base. And then you got at least a two-hour solid amount of time. And these these are rechargeable batteries, by the way. And then you can charge them later. But you have two solid hours where you can interact with him on your kitchen table without having to have a cord on there. So his default setting, and we're going to do this in in two ways. There is an object recognition. uh, So the camera itself has a software built into it that's going to see a rectangle. It is going to assume that rectangle is butter, and it is going to go grab that rectangle. <laughs> so that's that's one. The other one, to make 100% sure that you are getting butter, is that we're going to include a little butter tray, and it's going to have a little you know QR or barcode on it, and then he's going to scan it. He's going to see that. He's going to reach down, grab it, and then pull it back. Inside the butter robots, and this is where the Cosmo technology comes in, they're, they're uh, microphones. And so whoever... He's going to be able to tell which direction the you know asking for butter came from. He's going to process that. Then he's going to lift. He's going to go down with his claws, hook it, and then drag it back to to the direction of where he thinks that the person did it. We'll have edge detectors, very similar to what's in Cosmo. So back edge detectors. So that way, if he's dragging it back, he's pulling back. He's not going to fall off the edge as he's going backwards. So he'll just essentially drag it as far as he can, give it to you, stand up, and then go back into it. His, his, his default mode is depressed. So he just goes back <laughs> and then just looks down at the table and just waits for his next command. Just processes that existential dread right. of, of being designed to pass butter. That's, that, that's incredible. That, that, I mean, just that functionality right there is, is amazing to me. I'm, I'm so excited about someone asking specifically for the butter and it being able to pull it to that, that individual, uh, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. So it has little claws, like little magnetic claws that are just going to reach down, grab it and then pull back. And then he's going to pull the tray. So the, the idea that, so in, in the, later in the episode, right. Whenever Rick is kind of asking, well, you know, he's not programmed for friendship, right. Whenever he says that, um, the, 
uh, the, the, he's, he's taking the stick vertically and kind of like slapping it down. Um, yeah. So we're not sure if, if we, we're not sure if we're going to be able to do that hundred percent, you know, that exactly that elegantly where he's going to be able to grab a stick and just shove it in your tray. Uh, we're, we're still working on that, but yes, he, he will definitely that, be that, able to. That might be for the best. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. When you talk about like, an animated, you know, this, this is obviously is coming from Rick and Morty. It's, it's an animated, you know, invention. Are there any specific design challenges when you're, when you're taking something that an artist drew in an animated show and then trying to make that reality, like a functioning robot that someone's going to have on their table at home? Oh yes, uh, absolutely. And also just maintaining, um, just maintaining the look I don't know. Do you guys typically do screen shares or things like that on, on this podcast? Uh, or? We haven't before, but yeah, go for it. We'll, uh, uh, we'll, those, we'll work it in. Yeah. These are our CAD files where we're showing uh, Butter Robots animation and things like that. So what, So his where he hinges, I'll pull this up first. You Can, can you see that? So yeah. He's oh, kind yeah. of bending over and he's standing back up again. So this this was actually a major issue um, going from the animation um, to real life because his base needs to be heavy. Right. His base really needs to be heavy or else he'll he'll tip over. So we also had to make certain that we kept in the animations, uh, let's call it like they're still within their design or their their principles that it still needed to be true to form, but at the same time needed to function in real life. So that was kind of like a key uh, innovation we had to make there to make certain that it, it worked correctly. The other thing is, and this isn't really shown, this really isn't shown in the cartoon very much, but in real life, he needs to be navigating in three dimensions and he needs to be looking in all directions, right? Searching for the butter. So we had to make certain that his head can turn while at the same time being able to tilt forward with that knee I just showed you because uh, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're dealing with three dimensions on an animation. So this is 3D rendering on an animation in the world of animation, right? You're only doing tilt two dimensions. So there's, there, he's not going to essentially, he's not going to be looking in, it's not like a Pixar movie where you see the table laid out and there's 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 many different directions you can go, right? It's flat. Right. So so we're having to incorporate, okay, how is he looking for the butter in three dimensions and then how is he going about doing that? The other thing the, the from going from animation to reality is that he has to be able to pinch his arms together and you need gears for that. So huh. it, in the animation, so you're seeing how it comes together right there? Yeah. So in the animation, uh, in the episode, he just naturally goes down and try, just grabs it, right? But in mechanics, he's not. That's not the case. He has to be able to move his gears down, and then there needs to be a toggle or a switch that's pulling his arms together in order for him to grab stuff. And that's another key thing uh, that we had to do in order for it to match the animation. So. That is fascinating. That is so cool. That is, yes. Thank you so much for showing us that. that oh, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I, I love this behind the scenes stuff. Um, the the one thing, let's see if I can pull it up for you. Do you, do you see that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so this is the voice of Butter Robot. It was a dead app. It's a dead app now that Justin used when he lost his voice. Um, <laughs> and, and, instead, and, and he was using it kind of like text-to-speech because he, he was tired of writing on you know, a whiteboard all the time. So he was just putting this into his phone. And while he's putting this into this phone, they were like, are you all right? Are you depressed? Is there something wrong? He's like, no, I'm just using this. And this kind of gave, this is where the idea of the butter robot sort of came from. He was using this app. Well, as luck would have it, it's some of our old colleagues from Carnegie Mellon who had this as uh, open source. So with the butter robot, as you as you play with him, you're going to be able to use exactly the same program that was used to make his voice. And that's, that's amazing. That's and, so and, cool. and it's from it's it's from this app. So we have a web app right now where we've been letting people kind of just play with it. You can type in various phrases, and that's why I was going to type something in the 
<laughs> but it, 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 with these Zoom calls, you can't always it doesn't the audio doesn't always transfer over very well. So right. I'll just try to I'll try to drop this in the chat. You guys can mess with it a little bit. Works best on Firefox um, right. as a browser. But that's the engine. So we stripped down to the core engine. So he'll, he'll be able to say pretty much anything you want to say. There will always be like a default setting of what is my purpose and the other key taglines. But the voice is going to be identical because it's from this um, uh, essentially from this engine that they used in order to uh, simulate the voice in the first place. That is so, uh, that's so bitching. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, Microsoft Sam's got nothing uh, on, on this, on this uh, text. <laughs> yeah. So what I, what, what I tried to do, so, you know, that poem, if, you know, if, if you can keep your head when everyone's losing that. So I, I copied and pasted and put the whole thing in there that blew it up. So like, you, you don't, don't, don't put in like Chaucer or something like that. He can, <laughs> can handle like about a sentence or two. And then after that, he just, ah. <laughs> it just doesn't work anymore. But um, yeah, he can definitely. You can definitely. We were trading insults and yelling at each other inside the office with the, the butter robot voice, and that was a lot of fun. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put the uh, the opening lyrics to Cats, uh, the Jellicles. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 funny. That would make it. That would make it depressed. It would make sense. It would be depressed at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's even worse. That's it's it's even worse now. Don't do it to that poor thing. <laughs> um, let's see. If, let's see here. I just need to. Here's the chat, and here you go. Here's the link, so you can play with that to your heart's content. Awesome, man. Thank you. Fantastic. Yeah, and then I'll. I, I. I think those are the highlights. I'll stop sharing for now, but uh, you can always That's put great. that back on. So. <laughs> uh, I. I. I wanted. I wanted to ask. Uh, talk, talking about the steam, the STEM aspects of things, and and you wanting to have like a different product line in the robotics is this also a kind of trojan horse for uh those you know 14 and up uh slash adults like one of my good buddies who's like i think he's like 45 now uh he he bought one already you know he, he already pre-ordered it is this is this is this a trojan horse to get folks into stem steam as well I mean, you could you could think of it for sure. Like I almost think of it like a diary of a wimpy kid for reading, uh, right? Where you just have you know the these and like a stick figure um, and a kid going around complaining how much he hates his life, and then the kids are reading it. Or uh, what is it, uh, uh, Dog Man? You know, all these yeah. series that I read to my kids, right? And then they get really get into it and want to read it themselves. In a way, yes, I I think I, so. The concept in digital dream is just in general i hate the term gamification but i do like the term we make games and if you think about how we learn just in general i'm, I'm a neuroscientist uh, by background and it's really games and social interaction is how we learn in the first place and we also learn by making mistakes and usually those mistakes are in a safe environment so one of the reasons why people are so intimidated by coding is that first of all they're going to be judged uh, and that second of all, that these mistakes are going to be make, they're going to make, are going to be so hard, they're never going to be able to over, uh, they're not, they'll never be able to overcome them. So that's, that was kind of our mantra inside Digital Dream Labs is that we're the fun introduction to any topic. So whatever the topic is, we're going to reduce the level of intimidation. Like we have a, a small chemistry game coming out that is essentially uh, Castlevania meets uh, old school uh, Link. And or you know the Legend of Zelda, and you're going around instead of like you know using a sword to shoot bad guys, you're 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 coming up with chemical compounds, <laughs> and the guy kind of looks like Nikolai Tesla is going around mazes and just blowing stuff up, which everybody loves in chemistry. So go. that's the idea. We're making this concept fun, and then oh wait a second, so that's that's the molecule shape for water. Ah, or hey, I've seen that before. That's a benzyl ring. Okay, that makes sense. Or Oh, so that's why, you know, you need to do this, 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 and this, or, you know, on and on and on. And yeah, so that's, that's kind of it. That's, that's kind of imbued in there. We, we, we lead with the fun because you don't want it to be a virtual test. Most, I hate calling ourselves an ed tech company because most ed tech companies come up with virtual tests and they're like, okay, you're on a race car game. Like some of the lamest games I've seen. <laughs> You know, like you're, you're racing, like, oh, I'm racing, I'm in this race car game. And then like you come to this checkpoint 
It's like real fast. What's six, what's six plus six? You're like, oh, I just want to keep playing the game. So you enter 12, and then you're like, and then you keep, then you keep driving the game. Like, All right, I'm driving the game. And you keep getting interrupted. Well, you're going to hate that game after a while. And that's what happens. It's like, you know, then there are these gatekeepers, you know, like, so fun and learning are totally separate. And some of these games make it even worse. They make it even more pronounced. Like math sucks, but driving a race car game or, you know, uh, playing Grand Theft Auto, that's awesome. Uh, so what we really try to do is blend that where it's seamless. And we've really done that with a lot of our games. There's this one, it's my favorite game by far, but apparently the rest of the world hates it, but I think it's fantastic. Um, it's called Swatch Out and it's a color matching game. And it's, it's, it's like a pinball machine. And so you're basically playing pinball on your, uh, tablet and you're doing color matching and things like that. And I think it's fantastic. And so you're, you're putting like blue and yellow together to make green and then it matches the green enemies and you know, take out those green enemies. The reason we made this game is because art is so often ignored in this whole Steam concept, right? But art is critically important because first of all, art is what brought Rick and Morty to life, what actually made this product. And so art, you can think of design just in general, like with a car or anything. They, you know, design is so incredibly important. It needs to be attractive if a person's going to like it or buy it, right? So that was kind of the principle behind it. And we, we started off with these things that a lot of the teachers said are, are missing. Like, you know, kids don't even know what a shade is anymore. Or they don't understand, like, you know, pink is just a lighter shade of red if you add white to that. Or, you know, just, just various basic principles of color theory going into middle school a lot of these kids don't have so our game was geared towards fixing that through a pinball you know pinball machine kind of game so again getting back to the philosophy and answering your question it's a really long-winded answer to your question but that's kind of what we're trying to do is bake in and the analogy i'll use like the flintstone vitamins it used to be they were just sugar-coated but the, <laughs> but the kids would lick off the sugar and then spit off the vitamin <laughs> So then the Flintstone company realized, okay, we're just going to put in the sugar the whole way through. So then the whole thing is tasty and then you'll eat your vitamin as well. And that's kind of what we do with learning. We kind of bake in all the stuff in there. So it, it, you don't, you don't sense, you don't sense it and it still tastes good. I know I, that, that that's I, I'd heard, I'd, uh, everyone's heard of STEM. Uh, Steam was, uh, I, I kept, I kept uh, seeing your products and be like, oh, it's on Steam. Okay. Like no 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 uh, no it's Steam yeah it's Steam and Steam yeah we're on yeah it's both <laughs> just just to clarify it it, it is both uh, and and then looking up the A for 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 arts and uh, that being a, a big part of 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 you know the almost outside of the box thinking when you're including uh, when you're thinking about the these fields but incorporating that. Uh, the the creativity aspect of it of it too um i i think it is really important um i i had a question on 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 any like like other integrations i know like like vector uh, you don't have to you don't have to tell me uh <laughs> and we can skip right past it uh if, if no, that's better uh, like i i know uh like vector uh you know can integrations like alexa or, or roku uh was is you know that's is that something that was considered or is that, is that a part of it or, or is that, or is that yet to be determined or announced? Yeah. So, <laughs> so our current user base, they don't really like Alexa with Vector in it huh. uh, because it's almost like he's possessed. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. They love his voice. They want it to be his voice talking to them. And they, and Alexa almost feels like, you know, uh, big tech or big governments watching you kind uh. of thing. So um probably won't have that so much because you're not going to necessarily query him. For example, when you have Vector and you're talking to him in his voice and it's and it's pinging our cloud and, and going on our servers and the whole Texas speech thing, all that good stuff, you kind of want to ask him what the, what the weather is. Uh, that's actually the number one query every day. We get probably 250,000 searches in the morning, like, what's the temperature? Uh, so that's like the, the first thing people will ask. I don't know if you want to do that with Butter Robot. <laughs> uh, we might put in funny things like, hey, you know, how's bacon trading this morning? Or like, you know, what's <laughs> pork, pork bellies, mm, pork bellies, <laughs> I knew it. Or, you know, frozen concentrated orange juice, what's the price of that? So, <laughs> 
there might be kind of kind of cool stuff we might put in there for you know queries and searches. Um, but that's all going to be over the air. Uh, we're going to build a lot of the hardware to to expand the various features and turn things on or off, depending on how people are playing uh, yeah. with the Butter Robot. And that's the other thing too. We still have several months of more software development uh, ahead of us, and we're going to be doing a lot of play testing. Some of the very first, um, you know, manufacturing test models like the engineering validation, the design validation, BVT, EVT, like all, you know, use all these abbreviations if you want. Uh, those are coming out and we'll start playing with that. Uh, so we're going to bake in a lot of those functionalities, but the key thing will be kind of his mood, how you're talking to him, how you're relating to him, and then kind of your relationship with him and then things he learns over time. I think that's going to be like the huh. core, that's going to be the core experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I that 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 part is 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 cool. So it's cool to me that uh, you know we're, with uh, Cosmo Vector that's uh, you know, kind of it that that's more of like the cute robot t type thing. Uh, where, whereas with the butter robot, it sounds to me like we're really focusing on the mood of a robot <laughs> and <laughs> and 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 how it. Which which seems which seems infinitely infinitely whatever uh, more difficult to me than um, to to put emotion or or the uh, the imitation of emotion into uh, a mechanical or or software. Uh, I mean, is is that is is that is that accurate to kind of jump in that way? Yeah, yeah. The sense of ennui is very important uh, with this robot. And so there is an emotion engine. And so there will be a, we have a little LED in the back of his camera, which will change depending on his mood. So if he's angry, it'll be red, you know, jealous, green, whatever. And uh, that, so how he reacts to you will be based upon what you're telling him in his particular mood in the mood engine. And the mood engine is going to be relatively random. And after a while, there'll be some machine learning built in there where he's gonna he's gonna respond to various cues depending on previous history, right? Like Vector, for example, locally will learn some things. You know, he'll learn not to he'll he'll eventually figure out your table. He'll localize some of that data. He'll know where the edges are, things mm -hmm. like that. And all that stuff will be localized. That's kind of the same thing we're gonna do. Only it's going to be more apparent in his personality. Um, I don't know. There was this. There was this uh, game that came out. It was whenever Windows launched. There it was a Vista or something like that, where there was this. There was this. There was this God game. Do you guys have any idea what I'm talking about? I forget the name of it. You could either be evil or good, and people would worship you depending on what you would do. So if you struck someone down with lightning, your evil score would go up, and eventually you were a volcano god. If you were benevolent, you know, and help uh. them grow crops. I can't remember the name of this. I I always think of Populous. That's as far back as I go. <laughs> I, I I'm not I'm not 100 sure. It's 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 in line with that. I I'm drawing a blank right now. But that's kind of I'm using it as an analogy, right? So uh, that kind of experience you're going to you're going to create uh, him in your own image, depending on how you treat him, and that's kind of how the emotion engine is going to incorporate all that stuff. Whereas Vector is always Vector. You know, he's going to be like your little chirpy robot. He'll get annoyed when you pick him up, and he'll fight you. Like if you <laughs> if you mess with his blocks, he doesn't like that. But at the end of the day, he'll hang out with you. Uh, this 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 guy. I, we, there's definitely an element of antagonism we're going to be putting in there. That is awesome. That, so as as somebody that you know works so closely with all these different robotic technologies and things like that at, at what point should we just surrender to the inevitable robotic overlords just accept that this is going to happen or or we, we still got time to, <laughs> to sort of... well if you listen to elon musk he's saying that we're already in the simulation that the idea that we're even this is this is based reality the odds of that are one in billions uh, so this may just be all fake for all we know, if you want to go that deep. Uh, so, uh, okay. We, we actually talked about this at great length. Um, okay. Yeah, and the, the issue is that I think there are robotic overlords, if you will, they're going to have their own personalities and their own set of directives and their own logic. And what's going to be fascinating to watch 
is that one, pro one robotic program is going to disagree with another robotic program. And so, you know, that's where you get this idea. That's where the exponential growth happens, right? Whenever, ro whenever these robots start writing their own code finally, right? That's whenever things, the real, the things fall off the rails. And right. now we get this geometric growth of, you know, information and intelligence, and then we just simply can't match it anymore. The issue with that is I think the there's going to be arguments amongst themselves. You know, they're going to fight each other just as much as we fight each other. I think people are forgetting that. Uh, they think because robots are cold and emotionless for the most part and uh, uh, based in all this logic that somehow they're going to be just, you know, very... Uh, Terminator-like and just execute commands perfectly and be 100% in alignment and agree on all these things. And I don't think they're going to be that coordinated at all. I think, you know, they're going to eventually form two political parties and fight each other <laughs> and then spam each other and try to manipulate one another. And then, you know, I, I, I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's, I, really, I really think they're going to end up fighting amongst each other more than they're going to fight us. That, so. that that, that's that's a point that I I haven't seen too much in media. I think uh, there was a, a subplot in uh, the, ter uh, Sarah, the the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the the TV show for Terminator, uh, where where uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage was, was in it. And it, just spoiler for a show that that was canceled years ago. Uh, she's a she's a T one thousand from a a a different sect of uh terminators who don't agree with 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 skynet uh as, as far as you know destroying humanity uh uh so you know i i, I think that's i think that's a fascinating uh way of looking at it and yeah you're right i mean you know the fortran uh old people they'd be like you know the old robots and like ah you know back in my day <laughs> right right yeah we didn't do it this way you know um well and we, then they'll... we took the punch card and we did what it said <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and we liked it <laughs> yeah well uh last thing you know is is there anything else rick and morty fans should know about the, the butter robot well, so one thing we want to make clear, because when we started launching this, because there's been so much satire around uh, products in the past and 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 even even you know kind of jokes with the butter robot, this product actually does exist. <laughs> this is this is a real real project uh, because we're seeing a lot of comments like this is a joke, aha, this is great, you know, this is this is such a this is such a uh, uh, elaborate prank, uh, and we're thinking no 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 like. Uh, yeah, we're we we have 15 people involved in this thing. So yeah. it's it's very real. So that's one thing. That's the only thing I would say. Like uh, we're trying to communicate that we're like, okay, how can we communicate this more effectively? And so we have this whole. So we have this whole video, um, and we have we even made it longer where we're describing it even more. And then we're talking to the Adult Swim team. They're like, you know what? It seems like even more satire. The fact we made it longer <laughs> and we added more information. It's it's it, it seems like it's even more not real. <laughs> so <laughs> so what we decided to do is like all right, once we have some of these, we put in the hands of influencers, and once everyone's playing with it, okay, great, and that, that, that'll solve the problem. <laughs> but that's yeah, that's the one thing. This is this is this is not some sort of elaborate prank. This is definitely a, a real project with a, a real. It's, it's it's really coming, guys. Like, <laughs> but see, the more the more you start saying that, yeah. you, you know, right? <laughs> No, no, no. This is, really, this is, really this is not our April Fool's episode. I swear. Exactly. Uh, in fact, you can you can pre-order now through December 31st. So make sure you get out if you're if you're super hyped on getting uh, the Butter Robot. Head over to thebutterrobot.com where you can pre-order right now. And uh, don't don't delay. And what that. and what and, a, and what a, what a gag it would be if you you actually had all the infrastructure to do pre-orders and people are paying money and then you're like just kidding it's just just a joke you have your money back. Yeah. I'm moving out. I'm I'm fleeing to another country. See you guys later. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. That's no. That's just what. That's just what's so funny. Also, yeah, we'll have a promo code for your listeners as well. Oh, um, all right. So, actually, actually, do you want me to? Dro I'll drop it in your chat. I think we have it. Sounds um, great. Yeah. It can add it to that. And then any of your listeners can do that and get 20% off. Let's see if I have it handy. 
Our our gift is you're talking to us and <laughs> and teaching our kids. Uh, that that's that's really handy too. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that immensely, especially this year. Yeah. Oh man, this year's been rough. Uh, yeah, as understatement of the year. <laughs> right. Right. So, so I guess I guess one last question that we'll ask uh, as as a Rick and Morty fan, as a person who uh, you know sort of got into this deal uh, because of in ha- being a fan of the show first. Do you have any particular episodes or, or or moments from Rick and Morty that stand out as a as a personal favorite? Uh, yes, of course. I love, I love pickle Rick. I think it's an incredible work of art on several different levels. Uh, but one of my favorite parts, like a very specific scene, for some reason, it just always makes me laugh, uh, because it's so much like pro cause we, we call it like, okay, the hardest part is the 90% in, in programming or in robotics. So the heart, you know, you have 90% It's that last 10%. We joke and we say, that's the other 90%. The last ten percent is the is the next ninety percent. So, uh, in the in the Meeseeks, whenever Jerry's trying to learn how to golf, right, and it's just a very simple task, or at least you'd think it would be, just to take two strokes off your golf game, right? Shouldn't be that hard. And they're being held hostage by all the Meeseeks in the restaurant, right? And so he finally is able to, to show. Boom. He gets, he gets, what is it? The tomato in the garbage can to show that he can chip and all that stuff. <laughs> but then there's still, and then one, and then one, we see comes up with the, you know, the knife to the neck of the woman saying like, look, I'm a bit of a stickler. Me seeks. <laughs> what about your short game? Yeah. And I always think, and I always go back to that. Like I'm a bit of a stickler. Me seeks. What about <laughs> this? And you have that knife held to your throat. It's so, it's so true to reality. I just, I always think of that, you know, the stickler me seeks. So what about your short game? You know? That's, that's, that's phenomenal. I love, I love that scene. Well, thank you so much, Jacob. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything else you want to plug or anywhere folks can go if they want more information about any of your projects? Yeah, just, you can go to so thebutterrobot.com and you can take a look at our website. It's, 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 it's changing. We're going to be adding stuff and updating stuff. So it's, uh, it's, it's, in, it's a work in progress, if you will. We started with a, like a fifties theme uh, initially kind of like with a family around the table. Go, and then, and now it's, now it's like we're turning it more into like an Apple really slick and futuristic uh, version uh, you can go there for any information, and then we're www.digitaldreamlabs.com, uh, or just you know just search. You can take a look at everything else we're doing. But yeah, no, great to ha- great to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, guys, and that was our interview with Jacob. Uh, so so awesome that he was uh, able to join us and uh, and tell tell us about the butter robot. That is, in fact, a real thing. Uh, not an elaborate prank, not not a hoax, um, and and very cool that uh, they shared that promo code with us. So so if you missed it, uh, that is enter underscore twenty i n t e r underscore twenty. Uh, go check it out and uh, save yourself some money on a pre order. Yeah, head to thebutterrobot dot com. And again, thank you to Jacob for for talking to us for so long and also dealing with at least two of my stumbling not well thought out or well delivered questions you know if you can if you can manage it through that you are a superstar in my eyes there you go there you go well uh a great conversation a lot of fun talking to him uh we are we are now moving into the final phase of our podcast which is of course listener suggestions and short outs brandon any any standout suggestions or, or short outs this week uh i i i first want to say the folks who are in the Twitch chat, thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, that, that's right. Quick triple six nine test account, Fox. You're, you're there. Have a good, have a good a face is, is, is in there. Uh, we, 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 t- we were talking about, uh, uh, Jedi Anakin hating s- sand. Um, but you know, he's, he has a right to hate sand, uh, and, uh, whether or not he just yelled sand when he was killing kids, in the, the Jedi temple. Uh, but uh, shout out to them. Secondly, we, we, we don't always have a bunch of shout outs over on Twitter, uh, but we do today. And, and this one is from Illuminati who just says a, 
it's a. it's in not o not a not, not, o. not o a a uh, as a matter of fact i don't know if they were actually tweeting they meant to tweet respond to us i but i think they just maybe they made a mistake on the keyboard but shout out to you uh and and uh, oh, uh, of course you know sorry i i i one of the folks who was in the the Twitch chat, Scary Terry Folds, uh, shout out to him as well. He hit hit us up on Instagram, was talking to us about uh, some some stuff, talking about the loot crate that that's going on, um, and uh, yeah. So of course, of course, shout out to you, brother. Always 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 a pleasure. And uh, I, I think that is it for for the evening for this episode. And we're we're heading into the the holiday break. We probably won't record a new podcast for this and probably until after the new year. Uh, so we just want to end on a, on a very, very hopeful, positive, uplifting note to take you into 2021. Here it is. It's going to be great. It's going to be great, you guys. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> unless it's not. Unless it's in not. which case, uh, we'll, we'll be wrong again. Look, 20, 2020, um, doesn't, 2020 doesn't end every every bad thing immediately but what it no. is is it's it's a metaphor for progressing and moving forward and being healthy coming together uh, as one to make this world a better place what's, i mean what's going to happen in 2021 new season of rick and morty yeah check right, I'm, I'm banking on it banking on it the butter robot check it's, it's coming check um more episodes of this podcast check I mean, it's a triple threat. 2021, what more could you ask for? <laughs> um, uh, all right, guys, we are going to head out. We are going to go do our Twitch-only post show uh, where we hang out and interact with the folks that are watching live at twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm. If you want to be part of the post show or join us live, make sure that you follow us over on Twitch. Uh, and then every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern uh, is when we go live, unless something happens like a major holiday or, or something crazy. Uh, but make sure you're following us on all of our other social media uh, to know when those things change. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, and until next time, I'm Travis. Hey, and I'm Brandon. And, and thank you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye.